This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 735 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have good neighbor, Sherry Duran. She's with Trustco Bank. Sherry, how you doing? Wonderful. Thank you for having me. Well, absolutely. And, uh, you know, the banks are the backbone of businesses, especially small business. I know myself, you know, I, I wouldn't be here if not way, way, way back when I was a college student. It was not for, you know, that kind of hometown bank that said, yeah, let's give this kid. And literally, I was a kid. I didn't think that at the time, but um, unfortunately, I didn't know what I didn't know. Um, I was able to get into the fitness business and, uh, you know, kind of the rest is history just because it put me in a position to be successful and fulfill my mission. And I'm, I'm sure that's part of what, you know, and, and I don't want to, you know, spoiler <laughs> alert here, but, you know, it's got to be a good feeling to whether it's a homeowner, you know, finally gets that first home or helping someone with business or right, giving them that, that nudge to, you know, help them on their journey. So thrilled to have you. Can you tell? Absolutely. I mean, gosh, I think you're more excited than I am. (laughs) (laughs) That's hard to do. Yeah. Well, you know, and here's why I I am, because there's a lot that goes on, not just in Southwest Florida, I mean, all over the country, um, behind the scenes. And, And, you know, the everyday Charlie and Joe and Mary and Sue, they don't really know it or see it or stop to think about it. And and this show gives you and, and other businesses a voice and, and you get, get the message out, get the story out. And, and, and um, I think that's really helpful just for the community at large, whether you're in business or not, or whether you're a homeowner or not. So yeah, absolutely. Anyway, that's my deal. <laughs> <laughs> so Rusco yeah. bank, because actually this is your show, Sherry. So I should allow you to talk some rather than me. Let's start with Trusco Bank. Fill this in. So Trusco Bank. Um, yeah. So most people in this area don't know Trusco, uh, but we are 120 years old. We are a hometown bank. We were headquartered yeah. in uh, New York, established in 1902. So actually this June was our 120 year anniversary. So it's been a big deal for us. Um but uh, yeah, and as you said, that the atmosphere is changing. People, um, the industry, real estate, and banking is changing. People are getting nervous, um, and there's been a, a renewed um, interest in small banks, community banks, because, like you said, we can do things for people that the big guys can't. Um, yeah. You know, they're not looking to take risks, especially when you keep hearing people, you know, whispering. They're getting nervous. Are we going to see another 0809? Um, and, you know, for Trusco, we're not worried. Uh, we are we have good banking practices, good lending practices. So the big difference between us and the big guys um, with us being portfolio, um, we're lending our own money. It means we don't resell our loans. Um, I don't need to charge a bunch of fees and nonsense up front to make my money. I'm going to make my money in the long run by holding that loan and, and making my money on the interest. Um, it also gives us more flexibility. Uh, because we're lending our own money, we can set our own guidelines. Um, and ultimately, this this basically just means more buying power for borrowers. Um, you know, we can look at people case by case, um, look at their scenarios. Um, and it just, it, it like you said, it gives a small guy a lot more power. Um, and I love that about the bank. Yeah. 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 I, 
my experience and, and you know, I'll, I'll bounce this off you, Sherry. You know, what I found over the years is that the just going to say the bigger banks, however you define that, but sure. you, you tend to, they have their box, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to fit in that box or it just isn't worth it for them to get. And I get that. That's a certain business model. But, you know, again, what I loved about the hometown bank, uh, not only the feel, you know, I get to know those folks, they get to know my business and understand it. And, and in my case, you know, oftentimes they were advisors for me, you know, in the early days because they see a lot of, they're working with a lot of businesses and they can help uh, guide me and uh, at least add to my knowledge and what's available financing wise and all that. So, Absolutely. You definitely, yeah. you definitely need an advocate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Business is, is tough enough. Any advantage you can, you can get out there uh, yeah. uh, is, is worthwhile. So your journey, let's yeah. get into that. How'd you get into this? Um, you know, originally, um, I love numbers. So that's one part of it. But the other part of it is I bought my first home and I bought it here in Southwest Florida back in 2016. Um, I had no not like you, I had no knowledge, uh, no experience. You know, I took the realtor for face value. Um, I needed a loan. I, you know, called the first loan officer and just kind of, you know, went with the role, you know, went with everything. And, you know, we closed, I got my home, but I was left wondering, you know, well, did I get the best deal? Did I get the best advice? You know, should there have been other things I should have, you know, it just left me wanting. And um, I, I, I got into it. I want to make a difference. I want to be the originator that, um, that I felt that I deserved, that I wish I had had. Um, somebody who actually would have taught me, you know, or explain the why behind why we're doing what we're doing, not just, you know, fill out this paper, get it to me and on to the next. And, you know, you're waiting two weeks for another phone call. <laughs> so, yep. and, and just finding solutions where other people can't or won't. Um, I, I'm all about being creative and, and, and looking for the opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. I guess every, every situation is different mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's uh I love the yeah. I'm going to stereotype, uh, but <laughs> typically individuals who like numbers, like uh, accountants I've had over the years, my CPA, yeah. um, they were very creative. <laughs> so it's it's nice uh, to talk with someone who has both traits. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, numbers. It doesn't matter what language you speak; they don't lie. They uh, yeah. numbers are numbers. The math is the math. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, in, you know, in, in, there, there are so many, I'm guessing, I'm not far from a mortgage expert, but there are a lot of different products out there, a lot of different ways to structure that mortgage. And, you know, if, if, if that rep doesn't really explain it and understand what you're trying to accomplish, you, you could end up getting put back in that box that maybe doesn't really suit you. Hey, like you said, got the house, that's the ultimate goal. But then, then it's like, yeah, but, geez, you know, right. uh, could it? Could have been something better. Right. Absolutely. Um, Miss misconceptions. Oh. What do you hear in the mortgage industry you can speak to? Gosh, so there, there's a few I'll touch on and I, I won't try to take too much time, but I think the biggest one, and it was the one that I fell prey to was you got to have 20% down to get a good, to get a good loan. Um, with Trusco, that's just not true. Uh, we have mortgages with as little as 3% down. 
we don't charge PMI. So for anyone who hasn't bought a home or even if you had, um, you know, it's a type of insurance that a lot of lenders will make you take on. We don't do that. Um, You know, no escrow. So that makes a huge difference at closing um, because that's extra closing costs. So, um, you know, no escrow, no PMI. We don't charge points either. (laughs) The rate is the rate. (laughs) So, you know, with Trusco, you don't need 20% down. And there's other lenders where you don't need that much either. But, you know, it's a big myth that you got to have a lot of money down to get started. And it's just not true. Um, so that's the major one. Um, wow. yeah. Second, um, you know, escrow is good. People think escrow is good. It's in my opinion, it's not, um, escrow is a way that, yeah, your real estate taxes, your property insurance, it's going to get paid every year. If you want to stay in that home, you're going to pay. Um, but we believe in giving you control of your money, you know, let your money work for you, do what you will with your money in the year between policy renewals and tax bills. Um, But escrow also reduces your buying power when you're looking to buy that home, because that's another, I don't know, four or five, six grand, depending upon the size home you're looking at that you got to bring to closing to fund those accounts. So, Mm. um, you know, I don't believe escrow is good. And I think a lot of people try to spin it uh, a different way. Um, And, the last myth I would touch on is about refinancing, um, especially in this climate. A lot of people are buying at rates that, you know, they saw the two and 3% we had the last couple of years. And now we think, you know, five or 6% is high. Sure. It's high in comparison to what we saw, but okay, let's face it. Anybody who's buying now, they're going to be reconsidering refinancing in the next couple of years when things stabilize again. Um, it is not expensive. It doesn't have to be expensive. Uh, with Trusco, you know, we have low fees. Um, so that keeps it very affordable for people. You know, it's not the end of the world. If you got to pay a little more right now in interest rates, if you can refinance it later. Um, the other option we have as an alternative to refinancing is we're a smaller bank. We offer home equity products. We offer home equity loans, home equity lines of credit. These products have no closing costs. So depending upon that mortgage balance, when you get ready to refinance, I can refinance it into a home equity product with no closing costs. So um, you won't hear brokers or some of the big banks um, talk about these because they can't offer them. Uh, So this is kind of where we have an advantage over some of our competition. Uh, I, wow. <laughs> I'm learning so much, Jerry. This is good stuff. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. You must have a lot of fun. Like people going, what? Really? I do. I do get a lot of that uh, mind blown, uh, you know, yeah. wide eyed yeah. looks quite often. And it's a good feeling because people, you know, initially knee jerk. It's like, oh, this is too good to be true. But when I yeah. explain the why, you know, why I can do this, why Trustco can do this, it, it makes sense. But if you don't know the difference, if you didn't have the experience or somebody to teach you the difference, why, why would you know to ask the questions? You wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Outside of the mortgage business, what are you doing for fun? Oh gosh. I feel like a workaholic. My phone's always on. I'm always working, but, um, when I'm not working, uh, my husband and I, we like to spend time on the water. Um, He's from the Caribbean, so naturally we we gravitate to the water. And yeah, yeah, so 
besides that, we ride motorcycles, like to spend, we do road trips. Um, most recently we went, we did a motorcycle trip up to Asheville. So that was fun. Um, wow. Yeah. So just like getting out traveling and, you know, good distractions. <laughs> so what's that, what's that one road trip that you, I, you guys haven't gone on yet that, that it's on your bucket list? Where would, it get, where would you go to? We want to ship our bikes out to California and do a road trip from California back to Florida. So that's some somewhere in the future, in the distant future, you know, that's that's one of the big goals. You see the sights. And would you, go, would you start by going down the uh, coastline there? Oh, California? absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've done it in yeah. car, you know, but that's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful highway, beautiful scenery. Uh, you got to yeah. do it. Hold <laughs> whole different view from a motorcycle. It is. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Love it, love it. How about when it comes to a hardship life challenge, what comes to mind a period of time you were challenged, you got through it, now looking back, you can say, hey, I'm better for it, I'm stronger because of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the biggest thing that I think about or I think back to quite often is um, I went to school for marketing. I went to UF. Um I graduated with my marketing degree in the middle of the financial crisis. <laughs> I was sitting in my finance class the day the market crashed and my instructor, you know, my professor's like, well, this is an interesting day to be in class, guys. Um, so anywho, you know, I, I graduated with my marketing degree. And of course, in the middle of financial crisis, there's not a lot of opportunities for a recently graduated, you know, marketing professional or yet to be professional. And um Anyways, I, I had the opportunity, you know, I didn't have much happening here with all that. And I had an invitation to move abroad. Um, so I did. Uh, I ended up building a successful business there. And, um, you know, I, I just got homesick for Florida. And so I came back to Florida in 2015. But continually rebuilding myself. So moving abroad, building a business, you know, leaving the business to come back to Florida, starting over again. Um, it's, it's taught me to be resilient and, and, you know, I say it again, be creative, you know, there's a solution for everything. If you're willing to look for it, um, a challenge does not scare me. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it stresses me sure. Um, but it's, it's taught me a lot, you know, it, it's all about what the tools, you know, the resources you have and how do you use them? Good stuff. Good stuff. What, what business were you in? I opened a, a candle and tea shop um, on the island of Curacao. So it's a Dutch island. Um, but when I had first moved there, um, first couple of years I was there, every holiday, every birthday, the gifts people would get each other were just uh, gift certificates to the duty-free shops. They didn't really have a place to get, you know, other than the tourist trap stuff, which if you're a local and you live there, you're not going to buy somebody a, a, an island t-shirt. <laughs> and uh, my husband at the time, yeah, he's like, I was, I was homesick and I would always bring Yankee candles from, from the States every time I would visit because the, the smells, the fragrances, you know, reminded me of home. And he's like, you're always bringing those stupid candles. Why don't you start selling them? And I was like, why would I do that? How could I do that? And uh, he had faith in me and I figured it out and it, it was very successful. The, the locals really welcomed, you know, a place to go to, to find things for, for people. And um, it was pretty cool. 
Yeah, yeah. Good for you. So how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about Trustco Bank? What would that be? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I would say given the environment that we're seeing with real estate and banking and just the overall state of the economy, ever, you know, we've been here 120 years. We're not going anywhere. Um, we've never, we haven't missed a dividend in over 100 years. So we are profitable. We're reliable. Um and I think something else to note, you know, during the financial crisis in 2008, we had our, our failure rate was less than 4%, which I think there's, you know, many other banks that can say that, but it's because of how yeah. we do business. Um, we are very risk averse um, and we're, it's just a good, a good bank, a good company. Um, and, and like I said, I'm all about the people, the borrower. I mean, I'll, I come to my client's home. I'm mobile. I have an office here in Naples. Yes. Um, but most of the time I'm on the road. I'm going to people's homes. Uh, a lot of people don't know how to work their scanners to, you know, get me their documents. I'll come to them. Yeah. Portable scanner. I'll scan your stuff. <laughs> um, but, you know, getting a mortgage or a loan from us, it's like buying your appliances direct from the factory. You're cutting out the middleman. You're counting cutting out all the upcharges. Um, and, you know, anytime you call Trustco, you're going to get an employee on the phone. We do not outsource anything. Um, no answering services, none of that. So, yeah, we're here to stay. We're not going anywhere. People might not know us yet here in Southwest Florida, um, but we're here to stay. We're growing. Well, I'll tell you why, based on what you shared with our listeners, uh, many people soon will be familiar with Trustco Bank. And speaking of which, Sherry, our listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more, hey, you know, maybe want to look at refinancing or looking for a new home. Uh, what's the best way to get in touch? Absolutely. You can call or text me any day, anytime. It is 239-218-7392. Uh, you can also check out the bank's website at uh, www.trustcobank.com. We have all of our products on there as well. Um, but yeah, I'm always available. Don't be shy. I welcome the phone calls, the challenges, the the unique scenarios as my coworkers tease that I tend to gravitate towards. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. here to help. Very, very good. Well, Sherry, it's been a pleasure, a lot of fun, and a lot of learning. Wow. Uh, wish you the absolute best going Thank forward. Thank you there. so much, Charlie. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.